Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and a very happy St. Valentine's Day massacre to you all. Welcome to the Max Rassen Podcast, episode 205, No One Out Live. I am the captain, Dazzy Dangerously, and with me, as always, is the podcast machine slash knowledge champion, Mike Larkin. You son of a bitch, I forgot this was episode 205. <laughs> That's funny, okay. But yeah. Mike, Mike say- the future is now. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I will get back to those. Thank you. Yeah, you can check out the features now on RWT. I'm up to like episode. I've taken a couple weeks off. But I have to get back to that. Yeah, I think I'm up to like episode 24 or something. But yeah, well, speaking of that, well, we do have that because we're going to be predicting Elimination Chamber in this show, too. That makes sense. And there's a 205 match, Buddy Murphy and Tazawa, yeah. which will probably be on the kickoff. Probably. Cruiserweight, Cruiserweight title is always on the kickoff. Gotta say something else that was not kicked off, man. We have a new tag team champion. Say yeah! Wow. We won our release. Here's the titles. Okay, never mind. What, what the hell does that tell you? And watch it. They'll probably lose to Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, because, oh, we gave you a belt. So we've been listening to you. But yeah, you're going to drop to so, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Who else has allegedly asked for their release? Um, Mike Kanellis, give him the Cruiserweight title. Yeah, give him the Cruiserweight title. Uh, Dolph Ziggler will have another run as US champion. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, Brock Lesnar's in talks with AEW, so he's going to be Universal champion for another five years. Batista's going to come back and win the world title. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what a week, though, man. And congratulations to Jay White. Oh, man. I woke up. Uh, when, when when was it? Uh, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I woke up. First picture I saw when I opened my phone was Jay White with the IWGP title. I thought, whoa, they actually did it. And I instantly thought, I don't remember anybody rising that quickly in New Japan. And I think Tanahashi has the shortest title reign ever. As <laughs> wow. I know a lot of people. Tanahashi. Tanahashi. Shortest title. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I'm a Hiroshi fan, but it's like, I'll be honest with you, when he won the belt, I was like, ugh. I think a lot of people were, because I didn't want to see Tanahashi as the champ, but yeah, shortest reign as IWGP champ. The, the surprising thing is, um, now we see that Tanahashi was a transitional champion. He obviously wanted just to lose it to Jay White. And they couldn't keep it on Kenny Omega, because he was out the door. <laughs> You know what it is, too, dude? Like, I'm very happy because, you know, and, of course, this is where we curse out goddamn that fucking Dave Meltzer who doesn't, who thinks it's, you know, he's not ready or whatever. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Dave Meltzer. He's one of the hottest talents in New Japan, and, oh, it's too soon and blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. Too too soon. Well, you know what it is, too? I think because I think cause our, our good friend, Miss Switchbabe, was saying it, I think because he's got the boner for Kenny Omega. Yeah. And the Bucks, and Cody. Well, all the elite. Yeah, anybody that's not named Kenny Omega, the Bucks, <laughs> Cody, he doesn't or anything to do with bu- 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 Bullet Club, he doesn't have a boner for it. If if Kenny had won the title three, four years ago, Meltzer would have loved it. He would have. So shove your stars up your ass. Um, but speaking of AEW, obviously, it's, I'm quite surprised, actually, at how much it's split people. You've got the people who can't wait for it to get started, who are so excited, and then you've got the, they're just a t-shirt company. Idiots. Who obviously ride WWE's dick and are just sick of hearing about another company. 
But they have a match card now. They do. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm looking forward to Jericho Omega. Uh, we got Nyla Rose. We got Dr. Britt Baker. And we got Kylie Ray. And I got to ask you about it because it was kind of a controversial thing in a way. But personally, I don't care. Nyla Rose, I've seen her talents on the Northeast. The first ever transgender as the, um, as, you know, as a wrestler and to be signed to a company. I think that's cool. You know, you're making waves. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't know anything about her other than the fact that she is um, transgender. She's uh, she, The reason I know her because uh, she wrestles for Warriors of Wrestling, which is located on Staten Island, New York. She's their women's champion. She's done a lot of Northeast work. Uh, Kylie Ray was um, a part of Rise, and I believe she's done some work in Japan. She's not bad. Well, we all know who Britt Baker is, Adam Cole. Yeah. So, I mean, that's cool. Uh, Omega Jericho, we get to see Pentagon and uh, Phoenix. We get to see so many great talents at All or Nothing. Uh, Neville, uh, Pac against Adam, Hangman Adam Page. Uh, personally, dude, I am so looking forward to this card. I really am. Yeah, looking good. I mean, to be honest, if you hadn't, if they didn't mention it, I probably wouldn't have known that she was transgender. I mean, she just looks like kind of a buff. Like, you know, like Tamina is all woman, yes. but she's also quite buff. She's got that Tamina look. So I wouldn't have known otherwise. And besides that, we also got SoCal Uncensored, Kazarian, Scorpio Sky, and Christopher Daniels against Seema and two other guys. Yeah. Uh, the Omega yeah. Jericho rematch is going to be very, very cool. Uh, sold out in four minutes. Does it really shock you if this is their first show? Four minutes. Uh, and again, that's a slap in the face to the people who say, oh, they're not going to sell out. <laughs> of course, because all in sold out pretty quickly too, because everybody wanted to see all in. Of course, they were going to yeah, see. Yeah, and all in wasn't even part of any particular company. It was just an independent show. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're making waves, man. I mean, I, I look forward to seeing what who they get and who else we got. Uh, what do you think about who else they got? I mean, they got Sammy Guevara, who's a very talented individual. Yeah. Uh, they got Sonny Kiss, Exolicious from uh, Lucha Underground. So, what do you think about so far their talent? Um. There's some names in there that are bigger than others, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the the names that aren't as big, are, they've got to follow it anyway because, obviously, there's a lot of hardcore indie fans that are fans of AEW. Um, I mean, it's nice that we got to see the Lucha Brothers at the press conference, so now we know that it is official. They are going to have a match, at least one. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Hangman and Pac, which was, which was pretty much the first match that was announced when they had the first announcement. They had a rally. The rally, man. And I think, you know what's great about it, too, is, like, there's so many, like, fresh and new matchups, which is so cool. Uh, I have to mention this as well because going back to short title reigns, our girl, man, I'm talking about, you know, the pretty badass herself, Kelly Klein. Mayu Iwatani is the new Women of Honor champion. Kelly Klein only held that belt for, like, a month. I'm still pissed. Are you, are you still pissed about that? Like, I'm I like you, but pissed. it's like, geez. I mean, she gave that promo, the the road, man, the road to the garden, then boom, they take it off her like that. Should have held that title. Don't, I mean, she's only, what, the third champion? Yeah, it was, well, yeah, first it was Sumi, no, yeah, Sumi, and then her, and now Mayu Iwatani, yeah, Mayu's the third. Yeah, I mean, don't start playing hot potato with the Women of Honor Championship. Let somebody run with it for a while. 
I'll tell you what they were doing. Somebody was watching an episode of The Wiggles on the Disney Channel, and they started singing hot potato, hot potato, <laughs> hot potato, hot potato. And then they put it on Mayu, which I like Mayu, but I'm just like, you had two girls that were in stardom who are the who are been the champion now, one in Sumi Sakai and one now in Mayu, which is cool to see the Japanese talent. But I'm like, Kelly Klein, the promos, and just she was the one to go into the garden with the title. Not Mayu, but yeah. I like Mayu, and I hate, hates me. It pains me to say that, but Kelly should still be the champion. Should be, should be, could be. And that, that's not favoritism. Well, <laughs> well, kind of is. It kind of is, but still, just I think from a from a storyline aspect, she still should be the champion. Yeah, just just like a little more favoritism is like. Tomorrow, well, as we're recording this, it's Thursday. Tomorrow, Killer Cross should win the title, but they're probably going to keep it on. I'm a survivor, Johnny Impact. Uh, Johnny rent a name. Johnny rent a name. Oh, my God. And, well, that also brings us to <clears throat> the fact that, well, th- does it shock you that they had less than 10,000 viewers on the debut episode on Pursuit? No. No. Um, I mean, I don't even know what the regular audience is for the Pursuit channel. I don't know either, but it's gonna be lower than ten thousand. And yeah. then I look. At, then I look at all right, because I see these Twitch things and I see them go up and down, up and down. So I, I know I don't sign up for Twitch. I watch it through the internet, people, because I am not signing up for Twitch. Same Make way I uh, watch Raw and SmackDown because I ain't paying Sky Sports. They, they're uh-huh. so see, you know what's up, Daz. You know yeah. what's up. So, I'm so not adding another fifty quid to my monthly bill. So, I love you, man. So the Twitch subscribers go about seven thousand. It's like eleven, twelve thousand for them. And like the first week on Twitch, they were at like ten thousand. Then it's just been going down to like seven thousand. Then the last week was six thousand, and this week again was six thousand. So, yeah, the highest this week for peak was like seven thousand something. As I'm watching this, and then it just went back down to five and six thousand. But hey, you get a post show afterwards, and then you get to see Josh and Don during the breaks talk about Yippee Skippy. We're watching Impact, and I'm just like, ugh, ugh. It's just, it's just, it blows. But they'll defend uh, it, like you mentioned. Yeah, but Twitch. Yeah, but we got Twitch. <laughs> I mean, they haven't had a serious TV deal since Spike dropped them all those years ago. Exactly. It's gone downhill since Spike. Because, <laughs> again, you see Destination America, and you're like, who? Then you see Pop TV, and you're like, mm-hmm. who? And now fucking Pursuit, and it's just like, good God, you mm. cheap sons of bitches. Never, <clears throat> never heard of any of these channels. Um, And every time they went with a new one, it seemed like less people had them, and it, the numbers just dropped and dropped and dropped with each TV deal. I mean, it is bad for the roster. I mean, as I said a couple of weeks ago, I actually enjoyed Impact. Um, when I watched the Cross and Johnny Renton name match, I actually enjoyed the whole episode. Well, I've been two now, but yeah, now they're... Well, the Brian Cage was the feud, and now they're incorporating all four. But this week, Cross was talking about, you know, the scorpion and the frog, which pretty much what he's saying in that... <laughs> was pretty much what he's saying in that... Or no, it was scorpion something. I, that's going to bug me, but I think it was the frog and the scorpion. So pretty much he's saying, like, he's going to stab Moose, but Moose is too blind to see the fact that, yes, he's his friend, but he's also going to kill you, pun intended, which I think is kind of funny. Um, and it's just, he, he's really a breath of fresh air with that company because he truly is the one to watch in 2019. Yeah. Uh, then you're bringing back, like, I mean, they're in Mexico and you're seeing, like, the super, the X Cup or Super Cup is back again. And I'm like, really? Because it went so well last year for that company. <laughs> but all right. 
Uh, yeah, it is what it is, unfortunately. But and they got Rebellion, which that's not that wasn't a WWE pay per view at all in the UK. But hey, whatever. No, but how dare WWE do anything that impacted? Of course, of course. Well, of course, you know why it's titled Rebellion because they're at the Rebel Entertainment Complex. Ooh, look at the pun because we're going back to Canada. Why? Because of course we. <laughs> I'm waiting for Canadian Stampede. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean that's really all the news you could say the only thing i did find that was funny about that was shotzi blackheart who wrestled there like twice because of the rise partnership she's like selling her poo for five bucks oh uh, what like, i swear to god she's selling like pictures of her poo for like five bucks on something i'm like that that's not weird at all like at all the ways to sell money you're selling pictures of your poo I swear to God, she's selling pictures of her poo, man. Hey. Um, <laughs> He's like, priceless. That's Price- bu- that bullshit. Um, <laughs> you, I gotta get this up. You know, that sounds like the kind of thing I would expect from Priscilla Kelly. <laughs> My God. But, oh, well, um, so, dude, somebody booked the main event of, I forgot what promotion it is, but it's the dick versus the tampon because Joey Ryan's going to oh, fight Priscilla. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. And Joey Ryan tweeted, rest in peace, professional wrestling. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then he's the one telling that Rip Rogers isn't over. And then Jim Cornette goes, listen here, you stupid motherfucker. And then he went in on the conversation. God, he's just pissing everybody off. Oh, man. God, I got to look for. Yeah, she's selling snaps of her poo to fans online. Good Lord. Okay. Um. I I'm genuinely lost for words on that <laughs> yeah after paying five dollars for a shot of the poo a mystery purchaser messaged himself nicknamed filthy filipino on paypal saying i'm doing this to support you not because i'm some weirdo but yeah selling her poo man five I'm, bucks i'm even more flabbergasted by the people that would actually pay for that some people are paying for shotsy's poo some people need fucking jesus <laughs> i love you man. and that's coming from me <laughs> Yes, knowing you, saying that is kind of... I, I burn when I walk into a church. Oh, well, <laughs> Jesus, man. Okay. Poo aside. Poo aside. Poo aside. Oh, man, we could take that in different ways. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, Sasha Banks is cleared <laughs> to wrestle for this Sunday at the Chamber. Yeah, and it's WWE that announced she was cleared, not the dirt sheets, which kind of makes me think it wasn't a legit injury in the first place no unfortunately mustafa ali was not and now kofi yeah. who made it my god wow. kofi tuesday kingston. night kingston jesus and then of course randy orton won rko out of nowhere and he's the last one in yeah it was kind of an abrupt finish to smackdown like it was actually rko pin and then we fade to black um so I- Obviously, You're so flabbergasted by the poo. I, I am, yeah. Um, the funny thing, the thing is, though, uh, SmackDown's two hours, Raw's three hours. So if they were going to do the same thing they did on Raw last year with Rollins going over an hour, they kind of would have to rush the ending on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I think Kofi was a great replacement because him and Mustafa are both high flyers and kind of have similar movesets. Yeah. So it's kind of, like, cool that they put Kofi in there and Kofi gets a title shot. Um, I think everybody worked hard. I love the gauntlet. 
Uh, then you see uh, you see a lot of similarities as at Raw because Raw we had the fact that Bailey and Sasha are going to be the first in, and now Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville are going to join them in the chamber as well. Mm-hmm. Which I'm cool with that. I mean, it makes sense because you know they they have all chamber experience before, and the others don't. Yeah, I'm not too keen on a new name, uh, Fire and Desire. Well, Tina Marie says hello, God rest her soul. That was a great song, Harry and Rick James. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a great name for a song, but for a tag team, it's kind of meh, gimmicky. Well, who's the well? Desire would be Mandy, and Sonya brings the fire, fire and desire. Uh, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why they dropped the absolution name. I know, but I mean, come on, Des. Fabulous glow for Naomi and Carmella. Jeez, oh, again, gimmicky. Gimmicky. Um. Actually, you know what? Going back to the gauntlet match, it's very surprising to when you realize that they were actually going to give that, what they did with Kofi, to Mustafa Ali because he's only been on the roster a couple of months. Uh, and if, That's... I mean, if it is true, then they planned for Mustafa Ali to go over an hour in the gauntlet match. I mean, they really were pushing him hard before he got injured. I mean, it worked out great for Kofi because he looked great as well after, what, 11 years? Mm-hmm. After all, well, yeah, he's even saying, "Yo, I've been in this for eleven years," and then Fight he's an AJ like, "Come on, I like that. Fight me, I like that because it's fire to Kofi." Because I remember the two thousand nine feud with Randy Orton when yeah. he did the boom drop to Madison Square Garden when he was hot, and that's you know that brawl was amazing. It was, and then they dropped it, and then he just went downhill. But I'm just like, let him go because Kofi could go. Yeah, they dropped it because Randy Orton said he was a stupid, stupid man. Stupid, stupid man. <laughs> oh, God. What was it? He wouldn't stay. He was supposed to take a punt and he wouldn't stay down, so Randy just RKO'd him. Oh, yeah, because then he just yelled out, Stupid! He was channeling his inner Ryback before Ryback came in. RKO, one, two, three. Well, you know, the punt was originally my idea. Oh, shut up, Ryback. Just, <laughs> Speaking of Ryback. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, he thinks he's going to come back full time and he thinks he's going to be signed by AEW. All right, Mike, shut the fuck up. All right, nobody nobody wants to see your ass. I mean, here's the thing. I still remember when he dropped Jack Swagger on his head off a backdrop. You think that yeah. they want that shit in there and he almost killed fucking CM Punk? Like, come on. I can hear it now. Well, you know, I was supposed to be in the main event of All In and I was supposed to defeat Nick Aldis for the World Championship, but they gave it to Cody. I, I I just fucking hate that man with a passion. I really do. And you know what it is too? I just ever since the punk thing and ever since that whole thing with WWE and then he left and everybody's like, Oh, he's gonna go to Impact, they're gonna sign him. No, they're not gonna sign him, thank God they didn't Even sign him. Impact didn't want him. If Impact doesn't want you, what does that tell you? Okay? <laughs> like really. <laughs> so I mean but but fucking Ryback. I don't like Ryback. I really don't. And I, I remember him in the t- Million Dollar Tough Enough. And I liked him as Skip Sheffield, yep, 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 what it do, because it made me laugh. <laughs> and then they made him the Terminator. And I'm like, it was cool for a little bit. And then it just, like, once they turned him heel, it kind of went downhill. Yeah. Um, oh, one thing we didn't mention with, uh, with AEW. Yes. Uh, is the tease for Cody's opponents. Um, so basically all we've seen is a flyer of the actual match, but they blurred out the face and the name. So we don't know who Cody's going to be facing. I'm curious to see that. I think it will be a great match. Uh, isn't Marty Skrull fighting Nick Aldis for the NWA title? Yeah. Marcus versus the villain. Um, I, like, I like it a lot. 
I, I, again, I find it really hard to buy into Nick Aldis. I mean, I was impressed at All In, but in terms of personality, I don't think he's got one. Um, I'd be really happy if uh, Skrull won, his, won the world title. Here's the thing, Magnus. I like Magnus. I still remember the Gladiator when he came in as Brutus Magnus and he was the Gladiator. Mm. And then he was a part of the British invasion with Doug Williams. And then he was solo and he went down to Dixieland, baby. And the, the world title run, that kind of sucked. But, I mean, I thought he was very solid. I think you would agree. He's a very solid talent. But like you mentioned, personality-wise and promo-wise, he's kind of like, meh. I mean, he was over as a face. Yeah. Um, as a heel, not so much. Yeah. Um, I mean, they completely fucked that one up because he got, like, first... British-born world champion, and you're going to turn him heel right before the UK tour. What? That which made no fucking sense. Like, you, like they're going to boo him in his goddamn hometown. I'm sorry. And well, I, mean, same... I mean, we did boo him, but that was a kayfabe boo. Kayfabe boo. If you know what I mean. <laughs> like, we knew what we were doing. You're just making... A, I like these terms now. The kayfabe boo. I like it, man. <laughs> yeah. We're booing you, but we don't really mean it. We don't really mean it. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, just that whole title reign was meh. And then, you know, the team with, um, I think he teamed with Bram, which was not bad. Yeah. Oh, God. And then feuded with Bram. Yes, he feuded with Bram, and oh, God, fucking the James Storm feud where James Storm threw Mickey James off the train track. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good Lord. But, yeah, that stuff. And I got to tell you something right now. I love his girl, man, Camille. Camila Gain, I love that girl so much. Just standing with Magnus looking all fine as wine, man. Mm-mm-mm. I'm sure Massey does as well. <laughs> well, you, uh, you know who apparently she's with? Because I was looking to see who she's with. You know who she's apparently with? No. Braun. Wow. I thought they were, I think somewhere I was reading that they were dating, which I'm like, you lucky son of a bitch, Braun, to get that girl. Well, she getting these hands. Um... Literally and figuratively speaking. <laughs> Who was Braun with before? He gets around, man. I don't know, but I think I remember seeing Camille Keen being a part of that. But I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, because Braun is just with that girl and she's fine. Well, they're both Southerners, so, I mean, it kind of helped get these hands. Uh, you but know what yeah. they should do just to balance it out is partner Mickey James up with uh, Braun. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, they would be hardcore country? Uh, Hardcore country. Monster country. Monster country. Yes. And Braun can sing it as well. A monster country. Oh my god. Speaking (laughs) of Braun, we're going to do predictions on this, Daz, but I'm tired of this, man. I don't want to see Braun and Barry Corbin again. I don't care if it's a no disqualification match now. I don't want to see it again. The match can figuratively suck a dick. Yes. I, I used to like Baron Corbin, but every time I see his name now, I'm just like, ah. Yeah, and I don't want to see that match again. I know Braun's probably going to win, but I don't want to see it. You're also not a GM anymore. Stop wrestling in a goddamn suit. Uh, just you're not cor- you're not mini corporate K anymore. <laughs> mini <laughs> corporate K. Oh, and I think with this week, you know, with the whole thing with Kurt Angle and uh and them teaming up against um, Baron. Drew and, and Lashley, which, I mean, that was cool. With Finn Balor in there, the Finn to get the win. What do you think the fact that we're doing a handicap match where Leo Rush can get pinned and Lashley leaves the inter- loses the Intergonel title? Uh, instantly reminded me of The Rock against Booker T and Shane O'Mac. 
ah, oh, this also I'll bring it to the UK in this Reminding of Rebellion with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman against Edge for the mm-hmm. undisputed title. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Rock against Booker T and Shane O'Mac where Shane just breaking up the pen and just dancing around. That, that was a great match. That was pretty funny because he was just so annoying and you could hear JR on commentary go, damn, damn, man. God, God damn, Shane. Um, I don't really see Finn winning. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, he keeps building this momentum and then they don't give him anything at the end. So, um, I mean, we're going to do predictions after, but I can honestly see Leo Rush pinning Finn Balor. Probably. Uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, else what happened? What else happened with Raw? I missed. Oh, duh. <coughs> Obviously, <laughs> the big thing. My God. <clears throat> My God. Vince, Becky, you're not the man. I'm the man. Uh, I mean, it would have been better if he just said it like that, but he said it like he couldn't wait to get it over with. So you're not the man. I'm the man. Um, you're suspended for 60 days. Uh, Charlotte Flair. That's what you're playing for. Charlotte Flair. Uh, I mean, obviously, we see where it's going. Uh, people have absolutely lost their shit over it, as expected. Um, I think it's way over 50,000 dislikes on YouTube. Most disliked video in WWE history. The tweet, the tweet, man. Complete and utter bullshit. Yeah. Becky nailed that one again. <laughs> the man. Yo, you know she is this. She is the 2019 Daniel Bryan. Yeah. It, pretty much the exact same storyline. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she either inter well she is going to interrupt with Flair's birthday because that's the whole reason they've been promoting it for so long it's obvious mm. something's going to happen there so I wouldn't be surprised if they have a match at Fastlane to determine uh, whether Becky is either allowed back in the match or replaces Charlotte again or if she faces Charlotte in the first match of Mania to do the same thing as Daniel Bryan did at WrestleMania 30 there's a couple or- of possibilities now or I could see a way where it's like, Becky, you have to go through Nia Jackson, and then Becky beats Nia Jackson, and then because you know I think they're going the triple threat route of Ronda, yeah. Becky. Well, I know, but you know what it is too. I think it's because number one, Ronda doesn't have to lose, and number mm-hmm. two, so people don't boo Ronda. I think that's what yeah. they think. That, that's the silver lining I saw as well. Uh, they're trying to take the heat off Ronda with Charlotte, um, which you know is a good way to go, but also. You could probably be successful turning Ronda heel as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, as we saw at the end of the segment, um, after the cameras cut from TV, uh, Becky and Ronda fucked up the riot squad. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Quite an interesting dynamic to see them two team up. Um, also kind of interested that Ronda seemed as pissed off as Becky was. It's like she doesn't want to face Charlotte. I got to tell you, man, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I know we're going to get to predictions, Daz, but Ronda and Ruby Riot. I think Ruby Riot's in the same boat as she was last year because leading up to Mania, she was the one mm-hmm. fighting Charlotte for the title. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a good match, man. Are you looking forward to Ronda and Ruby? Uh, yeah, I think it'll be a good match. Um, I can see Ruby getting kind of frustrated both in storyline and in real life because people are completely forgetting about this match constantly. They're just going... Since January, it's just been Ronda is going to WrestleMania to face Becky Lynch or Charlotte. And Ruby's like, uh, hello? Hello? <laughs> well, speaking of that, what, what's with Nikki Cross? Like, last week she uh-huh. was to cross the Fox, now she's a baby face again and losing to Ruby, right? Like, for me, I was happy because I remember their, like you, I remember their <clears throat> next feud, but then I'm just like, eh. It's a classic case of 
they've got no idea what to do with an NXT call-up. Speaking of not what to do with an NXT call-up, I am the top 1% loses in a week to an inside cradle small package by Dean Ambrose. Ethan. 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 Uh, you know, I didn't think I was going to say this, but I think they called him up too soon from NXT. Uh, I mean, he had a few good matches, but he didn't really do much in NXT, um, even though we all knew what he was capable of from Impact, of course. But if you only know his NXT run before mm-hmm. he came up to the main roster, then he really hasn't shown much. I mean, at least, uh, I mean, unless they add, you know, the whole EC3 Dean Ambrose rubber match at the Chamber. Yeah. And then EC3 wins. Hopefully. Um... Yeah, what the hell was that with Dean? Because Seth Rollins is cutting the promo with Paul, which was fine. And, you know, he's going to win. And then Dean Ambrose is just like, slay the beast. And then Dean Ambrose is going back to being a heel against EC3. Like, what the uh-huh. hell did they do with Dean Ambrose? I mean, he was a babyface last week. And then he was a babyface in when he came down to Seth. And like you said, then he turned heel. I mean, Big Show must be writing the friggin' storylines or something because everybody's turning every week. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I mean, ugh. I like Dean Ambrose, but you know that he's... I don't know what they're going to do with Mania now. Well, thank God we're not getting Dean Ambrose and Nia Jax. Yeah. Thank they canceled God. that pretty quickly. Thank fucking God. And number two, speaking of something they canceled pretty quickly, are we, like, seriously, officially done, thank God, with Elias and Jeff Jarrett? Yes, thank you. Move they on. Just, they just had to beat Jeff Jarrett on Raw because I'm looking at this and I'm like, for the love of God, if they do Elias versus the Road Dog, I am done. But thank God they didn't. They did the thing where uh, the Lucha House Party came out, Kalisto played a chord, guitar shot to Kalisto, man. Uh, it was slightly better. I mean, at least Lucha House Party are current. Mm-hmm. Um, I do kind of like the reaction when, <laughs> when Kalisto started playing Elias. Oh, shit. You can play. Um, <clears throat> but you saw the guitar shot coming a mile off. Oh, yeah. When when you saw that other guitar, hey, let's do a duet, man. Boom. Um, so, obviously, Elias is still a heel. Uh, I don't know which way they're going to go with it, whether he's going to just face Kalisto or do something with all three of them. Uh, Lucha House Party rules against Elias, man. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I can't see anything for Elias at WrestleMania. He's going to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle. If he is, he better win it, even though I think the match is horse shit and doesn't lead to anything. Fucking Um, Mojo won it two years ago, man. Which, what the hell is that? We still don't even know what we're doing with Mojo with that goddamn mirror. Oh, I don't know, and I don't care. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But, yeah, that's what they're building, too. And Luke Harper, Um, by the way. I'm sorry, did you hear about Luke Harper was backstage at SmackDown when, you know, we don't know they're doing are they gonna put him and rowan together with daniel bryan uh <clears throat> i can't decide if that would be cool or a step backwards because uh, obviously we've seen harper and rowan repackaged and repackaged and repackaged uh i just kind of like the fact that it's just a duo now with daniel bryan and his big bodyguard rowan looks bigger than he's ever been with that i, I don't know if it's a really really big shirt or if he has got bigger you know what I gotta tell you something? I'm, I'm digging it, Rowan, in this too as well, just because he just makes that great brute, that great bodyguard, like you mentioned. And uh, speaking of someone with weight, I mean, did you look at Kevin Owens, man, looking all good? You know, he's bowling and he's gonna looks to be returning in a month. 
Yeah, I mean, I watched the uh, the video he did, and I was just thinking, okay, if he doesn't get a strike, no, he, he has to get a strike, because they would have done several takes to make sure that he got the strike. So how many times has he done that promo? But obviously, it was just a one-and-done thing. Um, I felt bad for him when he got the gutter ball. That was <laughs> I was just like, fun. shit, that would have been a great finish of this promo, and I just fucked it up. <laughs> What was the thing I was hearing something about? Who posted RWT about Kevin Owens versus The Undertaker at Mania? Oh, um, I don't know, but I haven't seen that rumor anywhere else. Uh, hopefully it doesn't happen. I, I mean, Taker's pretty much done, isn't he? Yeah, I don't want to see that match. I mean, yeah, I've got no interest in seeing Taker anymore. I just wish he'd retire now. Um, but I don't see him being at WrestleMania because he's completely removed everything WWE related from all of the social media. You know what that means, right? Hall of Fame. And he's probably going to AEW. No, yeah, and he's going to AEW. <laughs> or Impact, because, you know, he had his photo taken with Eli Drake, so that means he's definitely going to Impact, right? Oh, just for the love of God. <laughs> These fucking idiots. Could you imagine it at the Impact Zone? Yeah, what's he going to do? Go wrestle Congo Kong? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's, it's Undertaker <laughs> Kamala in 2019. Shut your fucking faces. God damn, these fucking people. <laughs> Wait, wow. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what we had. But, yeah, Raw, to be honest with you, besides, like, the main stuff with Becky and all that, it was kind of a mess show. What did you think? Yeah, it wasn't much to get excited about apart from the Becky segments at the start and right at the end. And the um, Revival said, yeah, and won the tag title. Yeah, and Revival winning the title was cool. Um, I don't see how it took Becky all night to decide to apologize or give up a WrestleMania match. Hello. Um, love the interaction with Finn Balor. Obviously, they've got a lot of history between the two of them. And then just, you're apt to tell Austin, by the way. I love it. Yes, they are. Uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> by the way, speaking of something I love, because we're going to talk a little more SmackDown too, but did you see NXT this week? Uh, I've read the results. I haven't actually watched it yet. All I'm going to say is, my God, Dominic, Dominic Dijakovic, Donovan Dijak, good <clears throat> Lord. Good Lord. What, what I did read was that, unlike most NXT squash matches, which are pretty, you know, done, this one was pretty competitive. Oh, the uh, Street Profits against Humberto Carrillo and Stacey Irvin Jr.? No, no, uh, Dijakovic and um, Shane Fox. Oh, the Shane Thorne one, I'm sorry, yeah. Dude, they got to do something with Shane Thorne because there's no more Mighty slash TM61 because Nick Miller's no longer with the company, so they got to do something with yeah. Shane Thorne. Uh, I mean, was he still using the TM61 music and stuff? Yeah, he was still using that. Well, that's good because I love that theme. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Shane Thorne ends up on 205. And I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, look what they did with Buddy Murphy. Exactly. You know what it is, too? They got to add more people, too, because they just added Umberto Carrillo, and Umberto's really good. Uh, watching 205 this week, man, I got to say, it actually wasn't bad because you got to see Jack Gallagher and you got to see, um, excuse me, against uh, Kalisto. You, not Kalisto. Who the fuck are they? Oh, wait. Oh, man, this is terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> the gentleman Jack Gallagher. Lindsay Dorado. One, yeah, with Lucha House Party, anyway. My bad. Uh, Tony Nese and Noam Dar actually had a very good no disqualification match that people should definitely check out. It, it was actually not bad, and Tony Nese got the win. You know what? It yes. is very easy to confuse them. 
Yeah, yeah. They all wear the same kind of masks. Oh my god. They all have the same, pretty much the same moveset. Well, Dash, you gotta also understand, friggin' Nigel McGuinness was ruthless on commentary, talking about, you know, how how they're silly, and, you know, Nigel's being the heel, and then he's like, I bet they do sing songs backstage, and then Nigel starts singing La Cucaracha, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I loved it, but oh my god. <laughs> I fucking love Nigel McGuinness as the heel commentator, it's amazing. And then Aiden English was doing his thing, which was not bad, but yeah, I mean... Yeah, <sighs> that, that takes him back to the whole when Jerry Lawler was a great heel commentator back in the late 90s he was always using stereotypes especially when it came to midgets exactly and I think one of the best ones I still think I always used to crack up Chris Benoit used to call him Chris Benoit (laughs) you know what when I first discovered Chris Benoit I used to think his name was Chris Benoit did you really? yeah because I didn't know you pronounced it differently (laughs) just call him the Pegasus kid there you go Oh my god! But yeah, that was that was, that was very funny. But yeah, two hundred five was not bad. And I know you guys don't watch, but somebody has to cover it, which would be me. <laughs> so it's not bad. It really is not. Like, uh, I the, mean, the placement of it is terrible, man, because it's right after SmackDown, and they had to follow yeah. the match. Which I'm like, come on. I think if we had less content, then I'd probably be more inclined to watch two hundred five. I mean. Most of the times, the only reason I watch NXT UK is because NXT is only on for an hour and I just can't be bothered to turn it off. So I just end up leaving it on and watching NXT UK as well. Well, that was not bad this week. They had the uh, NXT, the, the you know, Invading Phoenix, where we got to see Pete Dunne, Wolfgang, Ginny, and uh, Mia Yim, and we got to see Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley go at it, which was cool. Yeah. Uh, again, I haven't seen that yet either, but I did see the photos. Jesus, man. I don't mean to spoil it for you, but I mean... Oh, no, 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 I've seen, I've seen stuff about it. I've, I looked it up and everything. I just didn't have time to watch it. Get the spoiler fucking next week, because we all now know goddamn Velveteen Dreams won in the title. Or is he? Or is he? Oh, <laughs> 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 um, I'm very interested to see if they do go with the... Um, <clears throat> the horse... What word am I looking for? Swerve ending, and I have Johnny Gargano retain... You said it wrong, man. I go for the swerve ending. Swerve ending. Um, go for the Russo ending. Russo <laughs> ending. Oh, my gosh. Now, I got to say this. Because we talked about SmackDown, and now we know that um, Sony and Mandy are starting first. which That was not a bad match. But I got to ask you, man. What did you think about Shane McMahon? You dig? Shane McMahon's TV with the Usos, man. I was just about to bring that up. I actually enjoyed it. <clears throat> I like I like them that they're really building this relationship between Shane and Miz, and like they were really playing off each other. You know, especially when they were doing the cheap pop with the crowd. Uh, Shane would have, would have come back to the Usos. It, it was a pretty good segment, to be fair to him. Now I don't want to see this, but I did see the um, exclusive before SmackDown where Rusev and Nakamura and Lana's trying to get them on the same page. So I'm thinking to myself, they could either go two ways with this. They could have. The Usos win, and that sets up Miz and Shane for Mania, which, yay. Yay. <laughs> or they could have Shane and Miz somehow retain, and then they wind up finding Rusev and Nakamura at WrestleMania. Rusev and Nakamura win the tag titles, and then Miz turns on them at Mania. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what do you think? It, it's kind of strange because the more they're building the relationship, the less likely it's looking that he is going to turn on him. I know, but I don't. I, you you know them because they like to get that swerve. 
Yeah, and you know the Miz can't be trusted. Um, can't be trusted. Yep. I I don't even know which one I'd prefer. I, I'm not really interested in seeing Miz versus Shane. Mm-hmm. Um, if they are, if they keep building this relationship the way they are, then I guess I wouldn't mind them in a tag match at, at Mania. Maybe well, that, maybe what, that's the lesser of two evils. Oh yeah. Well, what do you call Rusev and Nakamura now as a tag team? Nakam <laughs> Nakamashka. Nakamashka. Yes, not so much. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that that was a friggin' strange bedfellows out of nowhere. Fucking, he turns on him a couple days later, and the whole R Truth thing. Well, that's the thing. Where the hell's R Truth? He's the United States champion. No, probably in friggin' Connecticut again. Took another well, took another vacation for winning the title. Um. Oh yeah, they they fucked it up because Carmella's busy with Naomi now, so I guess she's not. Hanging around with Truth much? You, you can't break up Truth and Carmella. You cannot bring up break up the dance break. Oh, don't put the three of them together, jeez. Oh, you can <laughs> see it now. Bring it to the floor. Feel the glow. Oh, the fabulous Truth glow. The fabulous. No, truth. don't do this to me. I gotta say, I do. I've been enjoying Daniel Bryan's promos. You know, oh, you're doing great friggin you know talking about how they're all fickle you know it's horrible and he will likely shorten his career the elimination chamber match he does not want to be called the martyr i gotta say he's really channeling in that american dragon and i love it yeah uh, american dragon married with a super uber vegan it's crazy it is i love it man like and, I mean, there wasn't really much to talk about SmackDown because, technically speaking, dude, besides McMiz TV and these promos and all that, we only legit had two matches <clears throat> on the show. Well, yeah. Uh, also, I mean, I said last week or the week before, you know, relax. It's only been two weeks, but come on, really now. Where's Asuka? That too. Uh, well, who the hell are they going to put her against at Mania? Because this, if this Char- is the problem. They should have just put Charlotte against Asuka. But they know we got to get the triple threat. <laughs> we got to get the triple threat on Raw and completely ignore the SmackDown title. Which I'm just looking at this. I'm like, what friggin' heel are they gonna put her against? And the only I, I I'm still booking my theory of put her against Mandy Rose because they're pushing Mandy Rose to the moon. Do it, Cody. Um, Corey would lose his absolute mind if Mandy Rose got a title shot. And if she won it, oh my god! <sighs> if she well, wins it, that announce table is rising. Well, oh, good Corey will be rising somewhere else, too. My goodness. <laughs> no, I think the best was last week. But the, she pointed at me. She pointed at me. <laughs> oh, speaking of, speaking of the women's chamber, I got really tired of seeing the same backstage promos on both shows oh, this with week. The, yeah, with the Iconics and all that. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, the Iconics, you, I kind of like because they're hugging. And you can tell, like, these are legit best friends, obviously, that love each other. And, you know, you want to kind of see them win. But they're so annoying as these, like, mean girls heels, which is beautiful because that's what it's supposed to be. Mandy and Sonya, whatever. And Naomi and Carmella, whatever. Uh, <laughs> then you look at the Raw side and the Riot Squad. The whole thing with them is cool. Then uh, the others were fine, too. Yeah, exactly. I would die for. I would die for. I loved it. I loved the uh, the dedication. And Nia, <laughs> what was it? Nia and Tamina. Like Nia was talking, and Tamina's trying to like talk over. Like what's going on? Oh yeah, she wasn't letting her speak at all. Yeah, way to go, Nia. 
I mean, Bailey and Sasha, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Well, we'll get to our predictions in a second. So, Bailey and Sasha, yeah, I know. You love each other. You were the plain Janes and NXT and just uh, whatever. Uh, I do kind of like seeing a little more ferocity out of um, Bailey recently. Well, I think that's that's what helps, too, because she can't always be huggy and just, you know, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, mean, you I got mean, to see more ruthless at her. This is the kind of Bailey we probably should have seen when she was women's champion and stuff. You know, less of the huggy huggy, more of the kicky assy. Kicky, huggy, huggy, kicky, yeah, see, I like, I like that, I like that, it's very true, that is very true, but yeah, I mean, that was, besides Kofi, Tuesday Night Kingston, that's what we're calling now, TNK, Tuesday Night Tuesday. Kingston, I'm waiting for the t-shirt, yes, Mm-mm-mm. now I gotta ask you, before we even get into predictions, there's one other thing that we're, we haven't talked about yet, uh, wait a minute, let me see if I can think what it was. Uh, no, I can't think what it is. RVD and Sabu. Oh, please. <laughs> United we stand, they're taking on the Lucha Brothers. Uh-huh. Why would you book Sabu in 2019? Well, I could understand Rob Van Dam. I get that, but Sabu. You know what I don't get as well is obviously over the past couple of years, Sabu's been a bit of a dick. Um, oh, both yeah, well, to well, yeah, to indie yeah. promoters, to fans, to fellow wrestlers, to people like Jim Ross, and everybody has called him a dick and every name under the sun. But now he's going to have a matching impact. Oh my God, it's Sabu. Well, yeah, I think what was the last thing he said? He used the F word, and I'm not talking about fuck. I'm talking about the other F word. <laughs> and I'm just like, this guy, he's just such a dick. Rob Van Dam, well, they're like, we're going to have extreme moments. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, well, I was thinking it was going to be like somebody going against Johnny, whatever my name is today, Impact, yeah. uh, for the title. But no, it wasn't. It was going to be this tag match. I'm like, extreme. I'm like, oh, God, they're bringing back Rob Van Dam. And then, sure enough, it's Rob Van Dam. Uh, but Sabu. I didn't get, but all right, because I guess because, oh, Rob Van Dam and Sabu for what we've seen in ECW and, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, but Sabu looks like shit. Rob Van Dam. All right. Last time we saw Rob Van Dam in WWE, what was that, like 2013, 2014? 2014, yeah. Okay. And last time we saw him in Impact was 2012, something like that, I'm thinking? Yeah. Oh, wait, maybe it was 2013 then because he went, he left Impact and went straight to WWE. And he went to Money in the Bank, man. Yes, yeah. that's right. That was 2013. Okay. Sabu, we haven't seen on TV since the EV 2.0 days, which is like, what, 2011 with yeah. that company? Oh, but yeah, just at least Rob Van Dam is still out there. I don't know uh, who wants to. I hope what? Sabu doesn't bring the genie Stifler's mom with him. Oh, Melissa Coates? Yeah. I like Melissa Coates. I can't, I can't say nothing bad about Melissa I know, Coates. but She's every a- time I see her, I just think that's Stifler's mom. <laughs> Melissa Coates does have the um does have the yes that's that's true oh my god I, I'm blanking on her name for a second what the hell was the woman that played uh, uh, Jennifer Coolidge Jennifer yes. Coolidge she does kind of have that Jennifer Coolidge vibe about her because she's she's a bodybuilder and you know she was actually in WWE developmental for a brief time yeah you know we've actually seen her on pay per view so here's the thing remember Backlash 2005 obviously Backlash 2005 yeah okay. So when Chris Masters did the Master Lock Challenge, she was the woman that took the Master Lock Challenge. But they had her, like, wearing a hat, so you thought it was a guy, but then the hat comes off, and then you realize it's a woman. (laughs) 
Yeah, but she she she's still doing the thing Melissa oh, comes. Like, twenty nineteen audience would love that. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to see Sab. Well, she'll probably bring the genie. Well, a lot of fans are like, oh, they'll bring back Bill Alfonso. No, no. But they'll probably. I, I mean, it'd be a coup. But I like Bill Alfonso with the whistle. But I mean, it's a one-time thing, and people are still losing their minds. And it's not more Rob Van Dam. I think it's just like a fact. Like why, like you mentioned, why the fuck are you booking Sabu? Yeah, I mean, last time we saw Fonzie was in uh, EV 2.0. That's true. But, but I mean, geez, the guy is old. He get, he's in his sixties. I think he's early sixties. Uh, sixty-one. Okay. Well. All right, and okay. How old is I gotta look? How old is um? Uh, how old the hell the hell old is Sabu now? Uh, I'm not sure. I want to know. Okay, <laughs> he's fifty-four. Sabu, yeah, fifty-four. Uh, Rob Van Dam. How old's Rob Van Dam now? I think Rob's still in his forties. Well, early forties. Well, his girlfriend is on that Wow now. Have you actually checked out Wow yet? That's on Access TV. Wow. Women are wrestling. Uh, no. <laughs> it's oh. not bad, man. Good. Van Dam is forty-eight. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. He still looks all right, though. I mean, his girlfriend is on a Wow. Her name is Chloe Hertz. Her real name is Katie Forbes. It's actually not bad because it's like, okay, because Tessa Blanchard's on the show. Santana Garrett, the guy behind Wow, is David McLean, the guy that was behind Glow, the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Yeah. So it's not bad. Uh, Jade. Now, oh, not Jade. I'm sorry. Where the fuck did Jade come from? Fire. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> not Mia Yim. Fire, who is Kiara Hogan in Impact, and I'm like, I watch her on WoW, and then I watch her on Impact, and that is fucking night and day, dude. That is fucking night and day, because I'm like, she's so, like, cool, and there's more personality here. Then you watch her on Impact, and it's like, oh my god, Allie, come back, because they're still doing the goddamn thing with Sue Young, Rosemary, and Allie, trying to get her, get the, uh, you know, the demon out of Allie. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and uh, Tesla's not bad. Santana Garrett's the champ. Amber O'Neill's on there. It's the Beverly Hills babe. Uh, who the hell else is on there that's not bad? But there's a lot of great talent there. Jessica Havoc is on there, which when I think of Jessica Havoc, I instantly get mad because I think of Sammy Callahan. And, well, mm. yeah. So, <laughs> and there's not. it's not bad, though. It's very glow-esque, but it's actually kind of cool. Mm. Uh, so one last thing before we get on to Elimination Chamber. Um, not that I really care. But there's been a bit of a shake-up in the cast of Total Divas. Oh, Sonya Deville. Yeah, uh, Rusev and Lana are out. Um, again, don't really care. <laughs> well, well, Mandy Rose was on Total Divas, so I mean, we'll see more Mandy Rose, which I know Corey Graves right now is just spinning just because the fact that we get to see more Mandy Rose now on Total Divas. But I mean, Sonya Deville, we get to see her with uh, Seth Rollins' ex-girlfriend. Yeah. So, um... I mean... What is this, like a milestone because it's the first ever lesbian on Yeah, Total I, was, I was just thinking that. They're probably going to be the first lesbian couple on uh, Total Divas. Which, cool. Like, I like Sonya Deville. I think she works very hard. I've been a fan since Tough Enough, so that's cool mm-hmm. with me, man. Yo. Um, but again, not interested in the show. Yo. Um, I... Eva Marie may be coming back, man. Jeez, oh, please no. <laughs> what? They'll, they'll be I like mean... bringing her on SmackDown going, here we go, she's finally making her debut. Wow, oh, jeez. Well... She at least defended, you know, WWE against the porn stuff. Yeah, she did. Um, I, I mean, obviously she's going to because she came from the industry, but that still doesn't mean she's any good in that industry. Well, she sucks, and I still... She almost killed Carmella with that slice for number two. I will never forget that. 
she almost killed poor Carmella. But yeah, and I mean, I mean, if she gets better and actually takes it seriously, I think she should probably go on the Indies first before coming back to WWE. Well, um, that Brian, you know, that's the only thing. I love Brian Kendrick as, but yeah, even Kendrick he, couldn't he, teach you. Kendrick cannot teach that woman, and I think her husband is also the problem because his husband, her husband, has like a big mouth. Oh yeah, yeah, very big fucking mouth. John, fucking dickhead! Like, let her take the fucking suspension. She got suspended. Don't try to like call WWE and get involved, you cocksucker. Fuck you! I don't even know where that came from, but yeah, <laughs> fuck you, John. Fuck you. Because uh, she got remember she got suspended the same yeah. time as Alberto Perro. <laughs> and how that worked out for him? Oh, he still thinks he's coming back to WWE. Dude, that you got. I, I'll be honest. Everything's cool with me and Triple H. I'll be back someday. No, you won't. When you <laughs> challenged him and the Usos to fight you at the cantina that you work at. Yeah, you dick. You dick. Fucker. Also, drug Pete dragged uh, Paige through the mud. Yeah. And you know she's pretty high up in WWE at the minute. Well. I gotta say this because Paige did had her problems too, obviously, but still. Yeah, you know, but they, she owned them. Oh yeah, and they both, but they both ruined each other, which was ridiculous. Just her being yeah. in that relationship with him was just so bad. I said throughout the whole relationship that it was toxic. It was very toxic, man. And yo, know, did you see that came out? What Paige was like filming her mother, like you know, going in front of the mirror. Did you see that video? So it came out like, is this a deleted scene from Fighting with My Family? It's her and Soraya. And, and she's, yeah. like, covering herself with pillows. Okay, I got to send you this video. It's I missed that, but I did see um, an interview with the whole cast of Fighting With My Family. Um, Dude, that movie. I want to see that so bad. Ah, yeah, me too. Um, there was a bit when they were talking to Florence Pugh, who plays Paige, and she said, yeah, there, there's so many videos of Paige, and Paige just kind of looked at the camera like, <laughs> There is so many. Brilliant. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, that, and by the way, can I also add something else to that? Fuck Brad Maddox. Yep. Yep is right. Fucking Brad Maddox. So, Elimination Chamber. Um, uh, it's it's one of those pay-per-views where there's not that much buzz around it, so it'll probably turn out to be pretty good. Agreed. And, well, you know what it is, too, because the pay-per-views are so close together, then early March we have Vaseline. Yeah. And I'm just like, enough with all these close pay-per-views. Enough already. Jeez. You don't need two pay-per-views before WrestleMania, especially if they're dual-branded now. Exactly, man. Uh, okay, so let's kick it off with what's probably going to be on the kickoff show. Buddy Murphy and Akira Tozawa for the Cruiserweight Championship. Ah, 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 ah. Uh, I think it's going to be good, but I think I'm going to—I'm just going to say it right now, Buddy Murphy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the go-to response whenever it comes to a Cruiserweight title match these days. Buddy Murphy retains... 
He's never going to lose the title. He's, he's going to go on a Pete Dunn run. Well, he's so good as the champ. Like, he, can you really take it off him? I know Tozawa. Well, Tozawa was great in the contracts then because he's like, I beat the so-called king of the cruiserweights. I think I could beat you, buddy. And I'm just like, well, oh, he did. He did beat good. Neville. He did beat Neville. So we got a Neville mention. Uh, but, oh, well, Arya Davari even gave the mention to, I was a sidekick for a wannabe wrestler. I think we know who he, he was talking about. How you doing? <laughs> so, uh, so that cracked me up, but still, I think the whole Tozawa and Buddy Murphy contract signing was fine this week on 205 Live, but I'm just sitting there and I'm like, yeah, Buddy Murphy is so holding this belt till mania. He is yeah. so holding this belt till mania, so Buddy Murphy, but it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, obviously, they added some great chemistry at the, the Rumble match. Well, not the Rumble match, in the Rumble. You know what I'm trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> the Fatal 4-Way match was That's good. That's the one, you, yeah. On the Rumble kickoff. Hideo, well, yeah, and you knew Hideo was on his way out. Yeah. And now, that brings me to my thing. You, you think, now, could you imagine if Hideo or Tommy is Cody Rhodes' opponent? Ooh. I just put something in your mind there, man. Yeah, was blowing Cody versus there. Kenta. I like that. I like that a lot. No, oh, I mean, why not? I mean, or he could go back to Noah, but still, I think he would be fine with AEW. <laughs> I think so. I think hmm. so. Cody, um, I mean, I... to be honest, as everybody pretty much noticed, he wasn't in the best shape um, at the Rumble. Yeah. So maybe he won't be anywhere for a few months. Uh, who knows? Well, but, I, can I mean, only, you I can, can understand because he was just frustrated and he didn't give a fuck in WWE anymore. Well, I think the bloom was off the rose because, well, he got hurt. And he came back. Then they put him on the main, ro- main roster. He broke Kendrick's nose and warped the bone, which, wow. And then they banned the GTS. He couldn't use the GTS anymore. And then he kind of just, you know, but they put him on 205 and he went, you know. Oh. All right. Um, yeah, just because neither of us give a fuck. Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. Uh, For the love Strowman. of God, end it. For the love of God, end it, man. Just fucking end it. I've said this the last time when we had Finn and Baron Corbin on every fucking pay-per-view. I said it when back in 2017, 2016, whenever, when Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin were fighting each other on the pre-show, the main card, over here, over there. Just fucking end it. I'm going to go Braun Strowman in that note. Yeah. Hopefully a squash match so we just get it over with. Oh, sorry. And I like Baron Corbin because I still remember when he was killing people in a matter of seconds in XT. We go, we go back to those days, man. But yeah. it's just then they bring him to the main roster. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner, uh, U.S. champion in the high-profile matches, and now he's just fucking annoying. Um, I I think it all went downhill for Corbin when he had the NoDQ match with ah shit, what's his name? What in NXT? Yeah. Oh, was it Bull Dempsey? Dempsey, yeah. Um, and it was an ODQ match, and it wasn't very no DQ. <laughs> it was just basically another squash match. Yeah, that was when he also fought Rhino around that time, when Rhino was in NXT. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Oh, my God. So I'm going to tell you this right now. I look at Baron Corbin, and I see that. Well, also went downhill when he friggin' lost money in the bank in a matter of seconds. Oh, yeah. It's a gender. Don't hinder him. Uh, so, I mean... But I just want Braun to kill him, so I think you and I both can agree Braun Strowman. Let's <laughs> uh, remember, of course, so it is no DQ, and there's a possibility of Drew McIntyre getting involved. I fucking hate it. Well, then, well, actually, but then you got Kurt Angle, yeah. 
But yeah, you got Kurt Angle. Uh, yeah, I'm still going to go with Braun, man. So what do you think the match is for Mania? Braun and Drew or Angle and McIntyre? Uh, hopefully neither. <laughs> Where's the heel with Kurt Angle? Um, Kurt seems to be slowing down. Um, oh. I'm looking a little stiff. He's also 50. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's kind of getting to that point now where, you know, maybe he's not the same guy he used to be. True. And by the way, there's actually good kind of that because I bet Kurt Angle's stiff. He's got a hot freaking wife, man. Have you seen <laughs> Kurt Angle's wife? My God. <laughs> he went from Karen, who's still hot, but he's out with Jeff, and he went to Giovanna. It's like, way to upgrade, Kurt. Yeah, you go. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so, yeah, I bet Kurt Angle is stiff. So, that's horrible. <laughs> but yeah, I bet Kurt Angle's stiff. Uh, well, as far as this, anyway, to get, if I could be serious for a minute. Uh, Kurt Angle. You suck. No, you do. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, so, Kurt. Oh, okay. So, Kurt Angle. Uh, yes, he is slowing down. And I mean, we did see the match with Corbin on Raw, which, meh. Yeah. Man, uh, I, I'm just saying because they could do a thing where Kurt Angle gets his win back on McIntyre at Mania, or they finally have Braun kill Drew. I, I'm kind of like whatever about this whole thing, but I do see Kurt Angle getting involved and McIntyre, so I'm, that's why I'm still gonna go Braun. How about you? Are you still gonna go Braun? Or are you gonna go Corbin? Uh, you want to switch it last minute? Oh no, I'm still going Braun. Okay, good. I'm just thinking about the WrestleMania match now and how it leads into that. Hey, we thought we were originally going to get Kurt Angle and Jason Jordan at Mania, yeah. but unfortunately, Jason Jordan can't wrestle anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, shame. And I'm well, it is a shame. And I also I miss doing Dad. Put me in the match, Dad. <laughs> dad, I did my homework, Dad. Work, Dad. All right, let's go to uh, the Intercontinental Championship, which is a handicap match between Finn Balor against Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. Uh, we did mention it earlier. I, I think it'll be similar to The Rock and Booker T and Shane McMahon, but with a different result this time. So uh, I definitely see Lashley doing all the damage and then Leo Rush pinning Finn Balor. I'm still going to say Lashley retains and him and Leo win. So pretty much, I liked also the back of the shirt. I think, what does the shirt say now? Because they do the Lashley, Lashley, Lashley as the merch, like what Leo says. I think the back says, it's not, it's Lashley, not Ashley, which I'm like, I can see somebody calling Bobby Lashley, Ashley, but okay. (laughs) Uh, But you know, I like Bobby Lashley. And and you know what it is to do with Finn Balor? They just, I think it's just because he's been losing. To, you know, he's been losing to Brock, and he's just, I don't know what the hell that they're doing with Finn Balor, like you mentioned, and Finn Balor's kind of, like, stuck in limbo, so... Yeah, well, I mean, he had all that momentum going into Royal Rumble, uh, yeah. and then, you know, Job. loses to Brock, like everybody does, and then, that, boom, that's it, momentum gone. Well, yeah, he freaking just does all these moves, he does the, the dive, he hits the coup de gras. What is with the coup de gras, Michael Cole? It's the coup de gras, not the coup de gras. Whatever. <laughs> Michael fucking Cole. But so he does all that. And then he just gets locked in the Kimura and taps out. That's it. That's why I hated that finish. Because yeah. it's just out of nowhere, Kimura. That's it. It's a silent S, Cole. Silent S. <laughs> fucking. Yeah, so that match. And then, you know, he's just been... Whatever, man. And it just it sucks. But yeah, I still gotta go Bobby Lashley. In a way, I kind of don't care about this. Do you care about this, really? Uh, this... Not really. 
That's what I'm saying. It kind of is just like meh to me. You know, my favorite word, man, meh. So I, I think I gotta... putting the belt on Lashley was a bit random. Um, I don't see Finn winning it just because he doesn't seem to win matches. Well, think of it this way. It's Bobby Lashley's first championship in 13 years. Do you remember yeah. the last title he held? Unfortunately, yes. At December to dismember, yeah. ECW Championship. Can I uh, tell you my dad? Okay, you want to hear a brief funny story before we get back to this? Because this has to do with Bobby Lashley. Yeah, go for it. Okay. As everybody was mad, like we, I wasn't mad that Bobby Lashley at the time won the title because they just moved him over to ECW. I think a lot, obviously, well, a lot of people are mad because they wanted CM Punk to win, which he should have yeah. won. I'm just saying. But CM Punk should have won. He got eliminated early. But I think my dad wanted a refund like a lot of people because it's like, they ended the pay-per-view at 10.15. I'm like, yeah, they they, they ended the pay-per-view at 10.15. Yes, they did. Two hours and 15 minutes of bullshit. <laughs> That's what the fuck that pay-per-view was. The only good match was the Hardys and Eminem. Everything else was pfft, fucking shit. Even the chamber, which still. The, the extreme big elimination chamber. I'm fucking, what the hell was so goddamn extreme about that thing, man? Like, that match was just dog shit. And then you got fucking Big Show who was on the out after that, and then Paul Heyman left and oh. fucking... T- God. You just reminded me, you know those, the uh, the backstage interviews we were talking about with the women in the chamber match? Yeah. And yeah. Sonya says, um, have, have you been thrown onto that grate? We know what it feels like. Um, it's padded now, Sonya. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not steel anymore. <laughs> like... It's been, they kind of padded it now, so I mean, it's still gonna hurt, but it's kind of yeah. you know. But um, still, but I mean, it, it was padded when she was in it. it so like, where, where's, where's she getting that from? Whatever. I think she's <laughs> having flashbacks to the old elimination chambers. <laughs> oh, goddamn. Um, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry, but yeah, I gotta go Bobby Lashley and Lee. Uh, so tag team championships. Uh, the best tag team in the world versus the Usos. <laughs> <laughs> You dig. Just shame it, man, with the you dig. Who's so penitentiary? Just the double super kicks. Ugh. Uh, well, I'll let you go first. Do you think that there's going to be a title change? No. Um, I definitely see them taking the belts into Mania. Uh, who against? I have no idea. Nakamachka. Yeah, I mean, that's one possibility. There's just, there's just no clear direction unless it's a rematch with the Usos. Sanity. Oh, God, we're never going to see Sanity. I'm, I'm just They're saying. They're going to retire in the darkness. Uh, the uh, Gals and Anderson? No. Mm. I don't even know what the hell that they're going to do. Oh, the, here it is. Bring back the Colognes. I mean, maybe they should have saved this Usos feud for Mania. I agree. You, you're going to no-sell me on the Colognes? Yes. <laughs> I was trying to get a reaction, but yeah, the colognes. I like how they just come out of mothballs. I know. Oh, by the way, yeah, the colognes still work here, so let's put them in the Survivor Series match. Jesus. You know what I just I did? Um, you know when Samo, when somebody's against Samoa Joe and they go to do a moonsault and he just walks away? That's what I did. That is one of colognes my favorite Colognes with a moonsault. Oh, my God. That's still one of my favorite spots. The first time I saw him do that in Ring of Honor, and then when he did it in TNA at the beginning against Sanjay Dutt, where he just walks away. I, I just love it because it's so nonchalant. He just walks away, <laughs> lets him crash and burn. That's so fucking awesome. That's anyway, so Joe. It's, it's Joe's going to fucking kill you. But yeah, so with, the, with this match, I, 
I am kind of thinking that because they're pushing Usos, what would they be like the six time, seven time champs if they win? Uh, I don't know. Let me think. Uh, Usos. So they won the WWE tag titles twice, uh, SmackDown three times. So yeah, it'd be the sixth time. Okay. Uh, well, they've been pushing that, so I'm kind of thinking the Usos are going to take the belts, but we shall see. Uh, I, so you're gonna, so you're gonna say Miz, the the greatest tag team in the world, that is Miz and Shane McMahon. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm saying Miz and Shane retain, take the titles into WrestleMania, uh, maybe lose them, and then break up, or maybe retain them and just keep on going. Because you know you don't want to let Miz's dad down. That is true. Don't let Miz's dad down. <sighs> You know, you kind of oh. got me. Bel- also, okay. Shane's going to be in uh, NCIS. I heard that. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. I didn't Shane, know Shane could act. I was about to say, man, are we going to see a Shane O'Mac shuffle in the NCIS? Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> uh, oh, he's going to be a witness. That's what happened, you dig? That's what happened, you dig. <laughs> I was waiting for him to say, "You got we, we want the gold sucker challenging his inner Booker T, but didn't say, Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, N-word. He was challenging his inner Booker T. We want the gold sucker, you dig? I hope in NCIS, Shane is part of some gang, and he brings in the Mean Street Posse. Oh, Rodney, if you guess. <laughs> Joey Abs. The whole nine. Who remember remember the whole Hardy? thing with Joey Abs and Stephanie? Yes. Wow. You know he hates Matt Hardy still to this day, Joey Ebbs? Yep. Oh, that was brutal. <laughs> Joey Ebbs and Matt Hardy. Anyway, uh, I got to go, dude. Uh, you know what? You kind of convinced me. I'm going to say Miss and Jimmy, man. Yeah. Uh, I never thought I'd say it, but they're on a bit of a run right now. I think it'll be very competitive, but I think there's something like the Usos will slip on a banana peel or something will happen, and then Miz or Shane... Dude, you think Shane will do that shooting star press again? Um, No, I think he'd save that for Mania. All right, but yeah, I mean, something, something's going to happen where I think, like, they sh- like because, like, they're shocked. Everybody will be shocked. Like, some, there'll be, like, a shock finish, and they'll win. It'll be like, oh, my God, they still retain, something like that. So I can see that, too. So, yeah, I've got to go with Miz and Shane. I can see maybe Shane getting beat down and then Miz just comes out of nowhere with a skull-crushing finale. That's true. We shall see, though. I mean, Joe Shane McMahon's living the dream, man. He wanted to be tag champ. Yeah. He's living the dream. Do you realize that, that this is the third belt in history that Shane McMahon has held in WWE history? Uh, European... Hardcore? Hardcore, yeah. Yeah, hardcore, yeah. Dude, the iconic moment with Steve Blackman falling off the SummerSlam set? Of course, yes. Ugh. I just always, always remember him as European champion. Yes. Freaking out of his mind with the hardcore title. I still remember that with Black when he's running, getting beat down. They climb up there, and then he just, boom, that friggin'. That Shane friggin was an absolute kamikaze back in the day. I think when you see him now, it's just, well, what is it like when you see him now and he's doing the elbows and, you know, the coast to coast and all that? What does it look like to you? Uh... Back in the day. I mean, mostly he's not the same as he was, obviously, 20 years ago, but when he goes for coast-to-coast coast or the elbow, it's still so freaking smooth. It is. It is. I, I, and I think he's just a, he's in great shape, too. Yeah. So, But, yeah, I got to go. Yeah, it isn't Shane. You're convincing me on this, Dad, so I got to go, go Miz and Shane. 
It's not always good when I convince people to change their predictions. <laughs> that is true. Well, you've worked out because, well, you kick our asses at these predictions sometimes. I think I've only won, like, a couple of these predictions. It's just either you or Kenny that kicks our ass. Uh, Courtney did very well on the Rumble, but then kind of slipped up at the end. She was almost getting a full house until we got to, I think it was the last two matches. That's true, yeah. Well, of course she's going to pick. Well, I, we all love Courtney. We love you, Switch Babe. But you knew she was going to pick Finn Balor. Come on. Yeah. She's so, I, you got to love the dedication. Yeah, of course. Somebody has to. <laughs> yes. Much better. All right. Um, I don't want to do both chamber matches back to back, so we'll do the women's. Um, okay. So let's see what we've got in this for the first ever WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. We've got Nia Jackson, Tamina, the Riot Squad, uh, Fire and Desire, the Iconics, and Bailey, Bailey and Sasha, and then we've got the Fabulous Glow. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to be the Fabulous Glow. <laughs> nah, I think they'll be the first ones out. Um, I don't think it's going to be the Iconics. No, I would love for it to be the Iconics, but I don't think it's going to be. I think it's either going to be Nia and Tamina... Uh, the Riot Squad, Mandy and Sonya, Bailey and uh, Sasha. Are you going to go with the feel good that it's going to be Bailey and Sasha? No. Okay. Um, if I was being very predictable, I would go with that. But I'm going for a swerve and the Riot Squad. Now you see. Because obviously Ruby's not going to beat Ronda, so they've got to come away with something. And Nia and Tamina. Yeah. Again, too obvious. I don't think it's Mandy and Sonya. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Um, either of the, the former... Remember when we had the whole women's Absolutely. factions on both sides? I think it'll definitely be one of those two. You know what? I actually... that was I was going between the three-way of Nia and Tamina... Uh, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, and Mandy Rose and Sonya. Now, I know if Amir was here, Amir would be drinking that bath water and saying Naya all the way. <laughs> if Ember Moon was in this, he'd still have the uh, he have the he have the cup. You know what I'm saying? He have the cup. He had a little potion there with the yep. Ember's bath water. You know, you know. That's why we love Amir. Says how he feels. Uh, Amir oh, is making a vat out of this match. Oh, oh my God! Are you kidding me? It's so... gonna be a shit mix. The <laughs> shit mix. <laughs> no, we just got no. We just got off the poop, man. Oh like, yeah, my bad. Five fucking bucks for poop. Are you out of your fucking mind? Anyway, ten bucks for bathwater. Ten bucks for bathwater. <laughs> yeah, we'll throw you the WWE Network with a side of bathwater. There you go. <laughs> Could you imagine if something like that happens? Oh, oh no, that's gross. That's Available gross. in all different colors. <laughs> it depends how long the water's been there. Yes. Uh, okay. This, this is going downhill. <laughs> Damn you, Amir. Damn you, Amir. <laughs> so, uh, oh god, well, then we can start the dark horse and say, "Damn you, Kirkendall." <laughs> Jesus! Oh my god! Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so. The winner, I'm going to go Riot Squad, too. All right. <laughs> I, I think Nia and Tamina. that one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, well, Nia and Tamina and I think Bailey and Sasha, like you mentioned, like the obvious choices if it was a heel or a babyface team. So let's give it to Liv and Sarah. 
Let's yeah. give it to Liv and well, Sarah's not really doing the whole. You know, I like hunting anymore, so I mean that's kind of good to see. Yeah, she had that look when Liv went, "I would die for it," and Sarah's like, "You ain't no rabbit." <laughs> you ain't no rabbit. <laughs> What is she, of mice and men, you gotta tend to rabbits? Who's she, Lenny? <laughs> Good lord, man. But yeah, let's go with the right squad. I get to pet the rabbit. <laughs> Spoiler alert rabbit. for everybody uh, in English class right now. Oh my god, I remember Tend the Rabbits, yes. <laughs> Friggin' freshman year, we had to read that book and watch the movie. Oh my god. It's still an iconic movie. Now, I have to ask you, is that a hidden gem? Not a hidden gem, I'm sorry. Is that a screen gem for you and Butcher in the future of Mice and Men? Absolutely, it's a great film. Absolutely, alright. I just gave you guys a future uh, a screen gem right there. Nice. I love, um, I saw a meme a couple of years ago that was absolutely savage. Um, and it was like a high school edition of, of Mice and Men, and somebody wrote on the front page, spoiler alert by the people, by the way, George shoots Lenny at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. Savage is right, but yeah. Uh, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan for the win, brother. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, we don't really need to talk about this one. It's pretty much ob- um, pretty much an obvious result. Ronda Rousey, Ruby Riot for the Royal Women's Championship. Obviously, Ronda has to win. I was about to say, do we really have to predict this match? Not really. Uh, I mean, it'll be a pretty good match, but yeah, there's no way Ronda's walking away without the title. No way that Ruby Riot's winning the belt. I mean, it's going to be very good, and I've been wanting to see this for a while, and I'm glad that we're going to get a chance to see it. But Ruby's tapping out to that armbar. Ronda. Yep. Help me, Ronda. Do you like the fact that Becky calls her Ron Ron now? <laughs> Ron, Ron, or Ronnie? Ronnie. That reminds me. You know the four seasons? Frankie Valen, the four seasons. Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie. <laughs> I'll go away because you were my favorite son. Channeling <laughs> <laughs> my inner Jersey boy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, by the way, I love the sing-alongs that you were doing with Alicia too. Oh, thanks. Thank you. For the love of God. Well, dude, music and wrestling, come on. I'll, I'll talk about that at the end when we do the vlogs, but yes. Oh, how do you not, man? Like, come on. There's so much good music out there. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Now, anyway, just let's get back to the favorite. I'll talk about that at the end. Uh, okay. So, main events. Obviously, the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship. The new Daniel Bryan defending against AJ, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, and Kofi Kingston. Now... On the flip of what happened on SmackDown, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if Kofi gets eliminated first because they like to fuck us over like that. I got to tell you, man, I was going to say SOS. I hear them shouting. I wanted to see him go like the distance in this one too. But yeah, like you mentioned, Kofi does well and then he's the first eliminated. It's kind of like CM Punk. They're pushing him so far and he's the first eliminated in the chamber. Yeah. Uh, either that or he eliminates Samoa Joe and just enrages Joe. I could see them doing again like you did in the gauntlet, yeah. Um, but I don't, no, I'm sorry, don't see anybody winning it but Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it's got to be Daniel Bryan. Randy Orton, hell no. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Hardy, <laughs> and I like Randy Orton, but I'm just I'm just tired. I'm like, we get it. The RKO comes out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. RKO comes out of nowhere. No Randy Orton. Uh, Kofi, no. Uh, Jeff Hardy, no. 
Mm. I'm sorry, and I like Jeff, but no. Uh, Samoa Joe, no. I mean, I want Joe, but I don't see Joe winning it as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's either going to be Daniel Bryan or AJ Styles, and I think AJ Styles is not going to have the belt going into Mania. It's got to be Daniel Bryan. He's hot right now, and you know what? You know what would happen if he would lose, and then everybody starts cheering, and everybody starts booing too. You know what that would be? Mm, no. Fickle. Fickle, of course it would be. Fickle. So I gotta go. DV Daniel Bryan. He's in my fave five. Yeah. <laughs> The WWE Championship. <clears throat> Only now, problem you... is, of course, we we still have no idea who Brian would be defending against at Mania because there's no clear path. Oh, you know who he's facing at WrestleMania. Come on. I really don't. <laughs> oh, please, no. I hope not, but you can see them going that route. Somebody bring back Nikki. Although it would be cool to see Daniel Bryan beat Cena clean again. Again, yes. You're just going to no-sell somebody right back, Nikki. I'm definitely no-selling that motherfucker. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yo, and you know what it is, too? I even cringe when I see it because of the commercials you see for Total Bells, and she's like, I'm living my best life, and I'm single. Woo! Like, fuck you, Nikki Bella. Nobody cares. Uh, no, basically, Bell, um, you're sleeping around and drinking every night. Pretty much. That's well, what that shows me. Well, pretty much Brie Bella, Brie Mode. I mean, I can at least, you know, I can at least take Brie Bella because she's got a kid and her and Daniel Bryan are living the good life and, you know, being their hippity-dippity selves, which is cool. Hippity-dippity selves. Jesus. <laughs> Put in the hippie and hippity. <laughs> hippity, hippity. Oh, hey, now. <laughs> He's probably getting that hippity-dippity, you lucky SOB, you. With this show, really, it's just a lot of sexual innuendos. It just, Wow. Poop and sexual innuendos with the show today. Jesus. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be really good to see this whole uh, this whole thing. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, Daniel Bryan, and I don't want to see Cena, but you could imagine him going having him face fucking bald-headed Cena. Yeah. Yeah. And then Daniel wins again to clean. But, yeah, still Daniel Bryan all the way. But then, of course, what do you do with AJ, Orton, Joe... Battle Royal, man. <laughs> Put them all in the Battle Royal. Put them all in the Battle Royal. I, you know what? I'd be happy with a fatal four-way. Brian, AJ, Orton, Joe at Mania. That'd be cool. I mean, it beats the Cena route. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, only question, of course, is will Ali be cleared in time for Mania? And also, I just, I just want to hear that theme song. I'ma go hard, I'ma go hard, I'ma, I'ma, I'ma go hard, I'ma go hard. I gotta say, I love the entrance, but you know what also kind of reminds me of? Remember DJ Z and Impact when he used to have that thing? Yeah. The... Doesn't that kind of remind you of that? Yeah. But who did it better, DJ Z or Mustafa? Oh, easily, Ali. DJ Z was annoying as fuck. You know what I gotta say to that? And he almost killed poor Jesse Sorensen. Oh, I'll never forget that. Oh. I'm legit watching this, and he does the moonsault, and I watch him hit the hit his knee on on his head. And I'm like, is he okay? Because he like I'm watching this, I'm like, he has mm. legit not moved. And then I oh. I got so mad watching that because I kept thinking, why would you tuck your knees in on a moonsault? Because he's stupid. Yeah, that guy. Well, and I'm no expert, but nobody tucks their knees in on a moonsault. 
not from many matches I've seen Shawn Michaels do a moonsault, the one, two, three kid do a moonsault, the Kurt Angle do a moonsault, everybody and their mother do a moonsault. I've never seen anybody tuck their knees like he did. Brutal. DJC. Brutal. Oh, excuse me. Zima Ion at the time. Sounded yeah. like something you order at a club. Give me two Zimas. Fuck you. This ain't the 90s. <laughs> hey, yo, what kind of batteries in that? It's a Zima Ion? She that too. <laughs> but you you know, that was the legit first thing I thought of when they announced that his name was going to be Zima Ion. And I'm like, like the drink from the 90s? <laughs> like the pussy, the pussy ass liquor that was in the 90s? <laughs> Because when you're at a bar, nobody says, yo, get me some, get me two Zimas on that, man. No, they're ordering beer or whatever the fuck. They're not ordering two fucking Zimas. That, that's some pussy shit right there. And I don't mean to make any make fun of anybody that likes Zimas, but that does not sound hardcore, man, if you're ordering a Zima. No. No. Okay, now let me ask you as a fellow UKer and, you know, the pubs and all that good stuff. If I go in, go into the UK and I say, get me two Zimas, what would happen to me? Two what? Well, that and wouldn't I get my ass kicked? Uh, no, they'd probably ask you how to make it. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, you know, I know I'm aware of your, your pubs there in the UK and the badassery, so I'm just saying, man, you don't want to order that pussified shit. I'm just trying to pertain it back to the toughness that is the UK. I'm showing y'all some love. I mean, a lot of pubs have kind of like local brews now, so you get like all these, um, all these taps with these brands that you've never heard of, and it's just like, oh yeah, it, it's local stuff, and then it tastes like horse piss. <laughs> well, what is the best drink for you guys at the pubs there? Is it just Guinness, or what What else is like the good shit for oh, you guys? Oh, Foster's. Everybody drinks Foster's. Okay. Wait, how do you spell that? I gotta look this up now. Foster, like, um, you know, like Foster the people. Oh, okay, hold on. And it's a drink in the UK? Yeah, well, it's not from the UK, but that's what everybody drinks. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. The Fosters aren't nice. We get a lot of Australian adverts for Fosters. Good eye, right? (laughs) Okay. So, oh, Fosters Radler and Fosters Cold. All right. Now, oh, yeah. Foster Melbourne since 1888, baby. Okay. All right. I didn't know that. That's cool. See, see, you learn the cultures. Now I know new beers, Foster. The only thing I know, and here's the thing too, the only thing I know about beers is because every time I would see Zack Ryder, he always had the Bud Light Lime. I'm like, Jesus, man, you really love you some Bud Light Lime, man. <laughs> or or the, the old Stone Cold IPA. Oh, we need that stuff. The Stone Cold IPA. I'm trying to record an award-winning podcast. God damn. I'm trying to do a, a world-class podcast with Sam fucking Roberts. Never forget that episode. Fucking awesome. Well, he always gets... What was it? His neighbor had a lawnmower or something? They're mowing a goddamn lawn, son, while I'm trying to do my motherfucking podcast. Why'd you turn that shit off, son? Goddamn. (laughs) Oh, I love so cold. (laughs) Both shows are even good. The clean version, the uncensored version, both are funny. Swing a beer for the working man. Uh, So... So, yeah, what, was, what the hell was the last match we were predicting? Oh, yeah, the Chamber. Yeah, the, the main, event, main event, Daniel Bryan. Easily done. Okay. Uh, what's the other match? Oh, uh, oh we did them all. Did we? Oh, yeah, I was about to say Brock Lesnar. Like, yeah, fucking Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah, Brock's not defending his title on a February pay-per-view. No. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, that, that was the Elimination Chamber match, everybody. <laughs> 
So um, fast lane. What is fast lane this year? Because I'm looking uh right fast lane 2019, March 10th. So right, like not even. Oh my god! So legit, not even like how many weeks is that now till we have the next one? Because we're February 14th now. One, two, three, like three weeks. Yeah. Good lord! Three weeks after we have the fast lane. Why can't we just go to elimination chamber and just let it ride? Why do we have to stop at fast lane again? Again. Again. We're on a fast lane to Mania. Yeah, but you keep making stops for new pay-per-views. Exactly. So how is it a fast lane? Oh, the last last year's main event was that six-pack for the title. That's right, because it was a uh, it was a SmackDown pay-per-view. But I still have bad memories from 2017, because you know what happened in 2017. Oh, yes, unfortunately. That was Goldberg being Kevin Owens in 23 seconds. You know what I've just noticed about fast lane? Yes. They really like having Fastlane in Ohio. Have they all been in Ohio? It's like the third time they've been in Ohio. Like the first one was in Memphis, then it was in Cleveland, then it was Milwaukee, or Milwaukee, then Columbus, and then it's Cleveland again this year. Yep. Yep. Hmm. But yeah, Fastlane and then Mania. Uh, As far as Hall of Fame goes, obviously uh, the Hart Dynasty definitely need to go in as a tandem. Yeah. Uh, who else are you going to get for the Hall of Fame this year? Oh, now, who's the celebrity wing going to be this year, you think? Uh, um, Not Kid Rock. No. Thingy. Uh, Flow Rider. Nah. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say it, and it should happen. Lemmy. Yeah, it's way overdue for Lemmy. Or Regis Philbin. I'd be okay with Regis Philbin. Mm. I would be cool with even Cindy Lauper if we finally get Cindy Lauper in there. Yeah, I can't believe she's not in. I don't get it, but yeah, Cindy Lauper needs to be in. Uh, I don't. Who do you think the main attraction is for this year's? Uh, uh, I mean, well, it's been take- it's been speculated for a year or two that it's either going to be the Rock or the Undertaker. What do you think, Rock um, or Taker? I think Taker would be more likely because mm-hmm. obviously it seems like he's not getting back in the ring anytime soon. Could you imagine that Hall of Fame speech? Wow. And again, uh, removing all the WWE references and appearing more often now, it seems like he's getting prepared to break character, so kind of thing, uh, which obviously he'd have to do for the speech. Does he come out as biker taker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, biker taker. Ugh. I'm still you know, pissed that we're not going to get to see one last ABA entrance at Mania. I know. Uh, what was your favorite theme of the uh, Dead Man? Was it the American Badass? Was it Roland? Was it the uh, just the instrumental or you're going to pay, you're going to pay? Uh, I, I got to go with Roland. Very, very closely followed by you're going to pay. There's no forgiveness this time. Yes. Jim Johnston, man. It's my business, you're mine, you're mine. Oh, my God. I'll run these walls to the ground. I can't go all day with that. I mean, American I, Badass was cool, but... Yeah. It's I Kid know Rock. You, I, don't, I don't hate Kid Rock. Um, well, the last year you start to hate Kid Rock. <laughs> I, he's not rock anymore. Um, he's, he's country. Well, yeah, he's country, but he's also kind of become more mainstream, and I don't like when past rock artists become mainstream because it kind of goes soft. Um well, but I'm I still I am pissed at Kid Rock for fucking up the whole American Badass thing for a WrestleMania, which 
they were apparently planning to do. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that, and also, you know what it is, too? Like, I remember, like, when he came out with Bob, what the Bob, the bang, the dang, diggy, diggy, and cowboy, baby, and only God knows why. Yeah. Then he went to American Badass and all that good stuff, and then cocky and all that good stuff. But once we got to, you know, and I like the song because it's good, but when he started singing, I found your picture today, it's like, you know what direction he's going. Yeah. Sat down and cried today. Well, I mean, were you a fan of the Sheryl Crow and him with Pitcher? You just kind of knew, like, yeah, he's going in a different direction. Not a fan. Not a fan? That's all right. That's okay. <clears throat> so. Bring back memories of Kid Rock, man. Jeez. But, yeah, you're right about that because you see a lot of them go soft to it with it, too. It's like with Stained. Like, you know, <laughs> like, I still remember, like, all those hard songs, and all of a sudden, I'm on the outside. I'm looking in. Him and Fred Durst. Yeah. And now he's doing country too, I think, too. Aaron Lewis with his eyebrows. No, not Fred. Aaron Lewis. (laughs) Jesus. What? (laughs) You are my favorite motherfucker. I told you. No. Not Fred. (laughs) Aaron Lewis with his eyebrow piercing. (laughs) I don't give a fuck about your generation. You don't uh, give a fuck about my generation. Yes. Can you imagine Fred Durst doing country? Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Yes. <laughs> Fucking country version of Nookie. I did it all wow. for them. Come on. That is a golden idea. The country version of Nookie. I did it all for the Nookie. Well, the Nookie. Oh, so you can take that cookie and stick it over here. <laughs> We gonna blow this motherfucking boat up. One, two, three, boom. Oh, I got the best one. What, good? I'm a crack addict, son. I see, I'm a crack addict. I'm addicted to soda cause I'm all star static. Oh, here. <laughs> Fred Durst goes country. Wow. Hey, we had the Punk Goes Pop friggin' albums with friggin' what's, what, oh my god, who was it? I'm, uh, Escape the Fate doing yeah. a, give me your heart, make it real. Oh, let's forget about it. Doing smooth. Uh, let's do Fred Durst country. God, yeah. Oh, do you... One more thing I gotta mention. Do you remember when friggin'... was it a day to remember that did? Nothing's as hardcore like doing a punk version of Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, co- well, the whole song was, you know, that Since You've Been Gone, and they had that voice, it sounds like this, oh my god. And then they get to, how come I never hear you say I just wanna be with you? I'm like, he's singing it completely different the entire way, and then all of a sudden we get to the bridge, and it's like, oh, I'm like, really? I say the best rock cover we've had of a pop song is still Siva doing um, uh, George Michael. Yes. Or I was going to say, how about when Korn did Word Up by Cameo? Eh. But yeah, Siva, <laughs> Siva absolutely owned that song. They did. And I've, we got to start using more Seether because they were, I mean, Remedy for SummerSlam and they you know, fake it for No Way Out 2008. You're such a fucking hypocrite. <laughs> Like, I mean, there were so many good Seether songs, and you know, cause I'm broken, I'm lonesome. Good times, man. Good times. The Punisher soundtrack, friggin' Evanescence would bring me to life, and friggin' everybody's fool, and they were going under. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, apparently they are bringing out a new album this year, so who knows when we get more Seether again? Oh, are they doing a new album this year? That's awesome. I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I gotta check that out now. Yeah, man, just... This fucking rock band's just coming back, man. And I mean, so good. So good. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah, I mean, or were you... Or, so, 
Evanescence, I think, were they under like that new metal genre? Yeah. You know that? Okay. Like, I gotta say, some people hate on new metal, but I'm like, don't hate on new metal. There's a lot of good new metal out there. Yo, motherfuckers, new metal was my childhood. <laughs> Look at you just talking about you motherfuckers new. It was because we had a lot of new metal. We had a lot of, uh, you know, you see there's, but was Lincoln Park new metal? Was, was yeah. Lincoln Park? I, I, okay. I would say they were pioneers of new metal. Okay. Yeah, because I was about to say, because I knew Lincoln Park is rock, but I'm like, would they fall under the new metal genre as well? Which, yes. Uh, originally, yeah. And then, of course, they just branched out into all these different genres. But um, they're still. Which still is what I loved about them. Yeah, still the fucking. <clears throat> I've got to that age on In my day, we had bands like this. Okay, now <laughs> I'm going to be 27, and how old are you now? 29. Okay. So you and I are both, we're not to, hey, you kids, get off my lawn, but we are in the... <laughs> hey, we kids, both, listen to this. <laughs> yeah, we're in that genre. And I think because it's like, you see what we have now and everything's so internet-oriented, it's just like, fuck off, listen to this. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, but we're there. We're not to, hey, you kids, get off my lawn, but we're like, hey, kids, listen to this. And that transitions into wrestling as well, when you go, hey, kids, we had Stone Cold, we had The Rock, we had mm-hmm. Undertaker... Yep, absolutely. We had the Attitude Era, and then Vince Russo, bro, will talk tell you about the Attitude Era, and that him is all him, bro. Bro. That's after he criticizes people for believing in wrestling. Okay, and this motherfucker who's in his 50s watches fucking Teen Mom on MTV, and he's criticizing oh, wow, everybody. really? Yeah, and he does a, well, and I like her, and she's had problems, and she's actually a former wrestler. She had a stroke, actually, not to be honest with you, I think not a lot too long ago. Uh, Noel... LaGrasso, who was Big Vito's wife, actually used to be an independent wrestler and actually pretty talented. She wrestled in on the Northeast a lot. Big Vito's cool, too, even though, you know, Big Vito in a dress. Big Vito in a dress. Uh, And him and Vince Russo are buddies. But I'm like, her and um, Vince Russo have a show called Spilling the Tea, and they talk about Teen Mom. And I'm like, you're a 50-grown-year-old man. (laughs) Now, I understand it from the woman's point of view. If, If a woman wants to watch Teen Mom, God bless them. But you're a 50-year-old grown man talking about Teen Mom, and you've had people, I guess, from Teen Mom on your show, but I'm just like, you're criticizing wrestling fans when you watch Teen Mom. How fucking hypocritical is that? God help anybody who watches Teen Mom. But yeah, Vince Russo talking about, a bro, I'd rather watch Teen Mom, bro, and the storylines and the characters. Vince... What is the characters on Teen Mom? It's unfit teens and unfit parents that are fucking fucking up their child's life and who shouldn't have kids. That's the premise of Teen Mom. Yo, bro, I'm still waiting for Hannah Montana to make a comeback, bro. Bro, when Billy Ray Cyrus was on Hannah Montana (laughs) and he was doing what he was doing, bro, they were singing the songs, bro, and in the daytime she was going to high school, bro, and then at night she's singing her songs, bro, you got the best of both worlds, bro. I gotta say, that Hannah Montana, woo! And then bro. they had The Rock and John Cena coming in, and they fucked the whole thing up, bro. Yeah, because they had tied in that wrestling, bro, and everybody knows, bro, that I hate wrestling, bro. I think it's the complete and utter crap, bro, because I don't curse, bro, but I could say crap because that's a minor curse word, bro. And, you know, the whole thing, bro, just bringing in the wrestling, nah, nah, man, nah, nah, I want to hear some more Hannah Montana. I hear that Miley Cyrus, bro, can't be tame, bro. You know what I'm saying, bro? I'm going to see you again, bro, 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 bro. That fucking Hannah Montana. Somebody put on some high school musical, bro. We're all in this together, bro. Are you shitting me? Get some Disney Channel, bro. In your life, bro. Mr. Cornette, care to comment? That goddamn son of a bitch motherfucking 50-year-old man watches Teen Mom. 
goddamn stupid motherfucker watching goddamn team and what the fuck is wrong with you i'm just sitting here trying to go back to dairy queen to order double cheese double y get the burgers bro and then he fucking talk about oh god he's got me doing it son of a bitch bro yeah so i mean jim Cornette. <laughs> there you go Flash, <sighs> flashback to our classic episode can you impersonate jim Cornette? Fucking awesome, man! That just that guy. Oh, and <laughs> you know what's funny? Impact put that match with Stone Rockwell and that fat ass who I don't even remember his name was. That Cornette is going on about doing that. Stupid motherfuckers! Goddamn, he's so fat. This is what these motherfuckers and Impact think is good. Out a motherfucker dressed like Indiana Jones. What the fuck is this shit? Goddamn! And whatever Vince, whatever Duke Cornette was saying, he's going on about Vince Russo. Joe Ryan, you're goddamn cancer of the motherfucking industry. What the fuck do you do besides shake your dick? You remember that goddamn Kenny King, the no good line, motherfucker? Mr. Shake your dick himself working as a motherfucking Chippendale. Never give a fuck about the business. Fuck him. You know what he said about Kenny King the whole time? In case you haven't realized, people, Jim Cornette's a very happy man. Oh, yeah. Well, no, he legit went on for Kenny King the way he left Ring oh, of Honor. Oh, I know. He loves to rant. Oh, but yeah, because the way he left Ring of Honor to go to Impact and, well, TNA at the time, when he went to Impact the first time before he was... Was um, Cornette still an authority figure in Ring of Honor at the time? Yes. Yes, yeah. because that, that was when um they him and Reptitus... The All Night Express beat the world's greatest tag team, Shelton Benjamin Charlie House. And yeah, I think Kenny King was just not listening or just being a dickhead that Kenny King is. And yeah. the fact oh. that he had he... Go ahead. You just made me realize it a perfect match for WrestleMania. Go ahead. The best tag team in the world versus the world's greatest tag team. Oh, yeah, <laughs> man. Well, Shelton Somebody get Charlie House out of hibernation. Somebody call Charlie House out of retirement, please. <laughs> Shelton, give him a call. Shelton, give him a call. Yeah, there you go. But I mean, yeah, I, just the whole thing with Kenny King because like legit, he was a Chippendales dancer, so that did improve yeah. because that was his main job. He, he really was. was. Shake his dick. And he if was. You on don't the believe Bachelor. me? It's on Legends House. It is, and he was on The Bachelor, which don't even get me started about oh, that because wow. oh, I'll, dude, I'm gonna tell you something about The Bachelor after this show. Just, just go ahead. I will, we'll just see it to the end That's here. Fucking up there with Teen Mom. Okay. <clears throat> um. Well, the next time we bring you a championship special is April 6th as we present Promomania 4. It's Butcher versus Blackbane for the Promo Championship. And also Mike will be defending the Knowledge Championship as he hopes to complete 365 days this time as the Knowledge Champion. And oh, I'm sorry. I'm you're going to challenge? Say, no, I'm going to channel my inner phoenix and say I'm going to get 365 this time. But you see with me, I'll actually do it. So, yeah. Oh, shots fired, phoenix. Woo! And first theme song is Cross Off by Mark Morton and Shasta Bennington, taken from Mark's upcoming solo album, Anesthetic, uh, which is available March 1st on iTunes and Spotify. The second theme song will be coming your way next week. Go to maxrasson.net for more information. And that's it for this week. You can find me at Dazzy MWP. Mike is at SM Show 1 and MCL92. The Butcher is usually available at TOG69BHITB. I'll say that slowly just in case you didn't catch up. That's T-O-G-6-9-B-H-I-T-B. Anything to add, Mike? Now, you can check out my latest interviews with uh, Aston Martin, who is a porn star. And I have more porn coming, to be honest with you. That's why it kind of is upsetting because the butcher's not here and he can't look up my latest porn star. But yeah, that'll be yeah, more porn. Yeah, a person, not a transformer. You'll, you'll see it. You'll see it. Uh... Alicia Toot was great to have on the show. That yeah. was a fun. Which which sing-alongs were you laughing at that we were talking about? 
I can't even remember what song it was. It was just great that you just suddenly burst into a sing-along. <laughs> well, yeah, we were, just... <laughs> we were talking about all the Oh, songs. it was Cher. Oh, do you, you believe? believe? <laughs> <laughs> well, it fit because I was at the Cher concert with my parents, and, you know, Believe was the encore. So, I mean, that was – I got to see Cher for the first time. But, yeah, that was great. We talked about music wrestling. We talked about her role in Impact Wrestling, her show on Twitch with um, Anthony Corelli called Beyond, Beyond the Lights – with uh, for the former Santino Morello, that was cool. That was a fun interview. Yeah. Just had an interview with uh, LFC champion Roxy Roundhouse Michaels, which we talked about the new LFC calendar that's out. I just had an interview with MMA fighter Cindy Dandois, where we talked about uh, Invicta, Bellator, UFC, uh, her trying out for the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, one of her bouts was actually against Jessamyn Duke, who we now see on NXT with Shayna Baszler and Marina Shafir. So yeah. that was pretty fun. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff. Check it out. SoundCloud, MCLarkin92, StephenMikeShow.com, SM Show on MCL92. I'm easy. I have the short I have the short ones in my Twitter name, so I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll block you if you're just being a dick. I'm pretty laid back on there, but if you're a dick and you're saying stupid shit that makes my head hurt, I'm going to fucking block your ass. So, boom. And, uh, yeah, as long, at least you didn't have to take a breath this week because that still was hilarious because Butcher's yeah. Twitter handle is so long. My mic has a short one, and just in case you missed it again, Butcher's is T-O-G-6-9-B-H-I-T-B. Blame Twitter. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Uh, and you know where to find us on social media. It's at Max Racing UK, Max Racing Interactive on Facebook, and we're also on SoundCloud, YouTube, and iTunes. Make sure you check out maxwrestling.net. Keep a lookout for more shows, including Screen Gems and Throne Zone, coming up in the near future. And if you can, enjoy Elimination Chamber this Sunday. We'll be back next week for the results. We must now bid you adieu. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang! Switchblade, motherfuckers. <laughs>